Hey y'all, it's Abby, and welcome back to the Abide Podcast. I am so, so, so excited to be back, and just, I needed to take some time away and focus on my relationship with the Lord and focusing on what He really wanted me to do in this little season of my life, and um, I prayed a lot, I spent a lot of time with friends and family, um, and I'm so excited to be back. Um, this week we're going to be talking about prayer, which I really recognized the necessity of it as Christians in our lives. And I'm kind of going to be sharing a little bit about what I found about that um, and just what the Lord has put on my heart about prayer. Some things are going to be different now that I'm back, but um, for the most part, it's still just going to be me in my room filming what the Lord calls me to. and just what I want to talk about. So let's get started on today's uh, episode about prayer. Okay, so hopping right in, we're going to start in Romans chapter 12, um, verses 9 through 12. And this um, section of this chapter, chapter is literally called Marks of the True Christian. So it starts off and it says, Let love be genuine and abhor what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Hold to one another with brotherly affection, outdo one another in showing honor. Do not be slothful in zeal, be fervent in spirit, serve the Lord. And then this is a verse that we're mostly going to focus on in this episode. Rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer. And I feel like all three of those things kind of tie together. Um, Being constant in prayer, you can rejoice in the hope because once you're spending time with the Lord, you really get to know him. And prayer is really just this idea of spending time with the Lord, you know, talking to him um, and listening to him, just being in his presence. And that's kind of what I kind of had mixed up in my mind for such a long time. I thought that I just had to pray for whatever I needed from God. And But I've really realized that prayer is more than just, dear Lord, Please give me peace, dear Lord. Like, And yes, there is a time and a place for those things, but there's several different types of prayer, and prayer is more of a lifestyle. Um, one of my friends from church the other day, we were in a small group, and he said, um, like, pray without ceasing. Like, pray all the time. Let your life, let your actions be prayer. So this is a, the most popular verse probably about prayer and it is philippians 4 6 and i love this verse it says do not be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your request be made known to god um so this is what we see as some uh like really bible scholars call it a prayer of request um and paul is commanding us to um not be anxious but make our requests known to god so this is where the prayer of request comes in um so it's a command and he gives us what to do instead do not be anxious but in everything by prayer with thanksgiving let your request be made to known to god the very next verse it says the peace of god surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and mind in christ jesus so whenever we give our request to god he Um, guards our hearts and our minds so that we don't have to be anxious and I think that's a big problem um, in a lot of our lives um, is that we're just so anxious all the time and we don't make our requests known to the Lord Um, so Jesus also gives us an example 
uh, it's called the Lord's Prayer in Matthew 6, um, starting in verse 5, um, of just how we are to pray. And I think it's so powerful that Jesus, who is God, but also man, but he's God, he's the son of God, um, prayed. Like, he would go off himself, like, think about the Garden of Gethsemane. Before he knew he was going to die, he went off and prayed. And, um, so I'm going to read, um, Matthew 6, starting at verse 5. And when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners, that they may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret. And your father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need. And then he says, and then pray like this. Um, and then he gives a literal prayer that we can read that I'll read later. Um, but there's a lot of different parts um, to this little section. Um, I love this. And it talks about praying in secret. Like kind of thinking about, is this for my glory or for the Lord's glory? And when we're going out and trying to be seen by others, that's kind of for our own glory because we want people to say, oh, look at her. She's a good Christian. But when we pray in secret, we are really doing it for the Lord. It, I think it's so cool how it says, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret. And he will reward you because he sees all in secret, right? Um, and then also in verse 7, when it says, do not heap up empty phrases. This, there's just so many prayers that we have kind of like become accustomed to saying and I'm not saying like before you go to bed and before you eat you shouldn't pray because those are more good for like practicing prayer but just like the specific prayers like that we just have a culture of saying um aren't honest and they don't really like prayer is a heart posture and it's how we're presenting ourselves to the Lord and that translates to others and whenever we're just heaping up empty phrases like it says here like um, it's not honest and from our heart, and the Lord really wants us it to be from our heart, because the Father knows what you need before you ask Him, is what it says in verse 8. Um, so really, you need to be honest in your prayers, and I have kind of been struggling with that, but it's so crazy to see, like, once I'm honest, just, like, more things just starting to pray, and I'm able to thank God more, and I'm able to be, like, like, instead of just saying, I feel like so many times I say, God, what do you want from me? Tell me what you want from me. Tell me what you want from me. But I'm not taking time to examine my heart and look at, God, this is what I want. But I don't know what you want, so align my heart to your heart. It says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Um, but that's when we delight ourselves in the Lord. It's when we're delighting ourselves in the Lord, our desires should be his desires. So kind of just asking him to align ourselves and align our understanding with his will. First Thessalonians 5:17 is a very short and simple verse. It says pray without ceasing. Ceasing means bring or come to an end. And I think that kind of ties back into prayer being a heart posture and praying with your actions and like you can pray in your mind because the Lord knows our thoughts, right? So you can pray to him in silent or you can pray out loud because prayer is such a like intimate thing with the Lord. What I had to do 
to get comfortable praying out loud is I would just go in my room or go in my car. I just had to come by myself and pray out loud. And that's how I kind of got comfortable doing it. And, um, but it's kind of a slippery slope sometimes because you don't want to be doing it like, oh, look at me. I prayed out loud, you know, like I prayed at church so many times and I said these words, um, but really true prayer from your heart, praying out loud, um, can be such an encouragement to others. And I love hearing other people pray and it's just such an encouragement to me. It's so crazy to see like people grow in that. Another prayer we see in the Bible is comes from James 5 and we're going to start in verse um, 13. It says, is any among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing praise. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with the oil of the name of the Lord. And let the prayer of faith will save anyone who is sick and the Lord will raise him up. If he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power and is working. Um... So this is kind of talking about a lot of things. Again, it's talking about just the power of prayer. And it's talking about whenever we pray, our faith in the Lord is saying, God, I know you're bigger than this situation. I know you're bigger than the sickness. I know you're bigger than the suffering. Um, and it's also saying, is anyone cheerful? Let him sing praise. Like, God, I know that I did not do this on my own. Like, you are so big and you are so good. And I'm giving all the praise to you. Um... It also kind of, again, talks about also confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. So this kind of also shows like the importance of prayer, like in community, just how we can help each other through prayer. And it's one thing I always think like it's one thing to be praying for someone. Like I have this whole I have sticky notes and I have people's names on them and I'll touch them and I'll pray for that person. And it's really kind of changed the way that I've prayed. But sometimes I forget that when a person knows that you're praying for them, it shows that you care. So just a simple, hey, I'm praying for you this week. Um, even if they're a non-believer, like, that will just let them know that you're thinking about them. And maybe it will make their heart more open. Which has also really kind of changed my way of thinking when it comes to prayer. Um, this passage is also telling us to depend on one another, that we cannot do this life on our own. Like, God created us to go through this life with a group of community. Prayer changes things, but it doesn't change what the Lord wants to happen. So we can't pray, Lord, change this situation. Because whatever the Lord wants will happen. And that doesn't change. But prayer changes our hearts and it changes us and how we see situations and how we handle situations. So instead of praying, Hey God, I have some um, tests at school this week. Can you really please help me to do good on them? You could pray, um, God, help me to do my best to just study really hard for this test. And remember that it's all for your glory. But no matter the outcome of this test, you are bigger than this test. Um, just kind of taking the focus off of your situation and putting it on the Lord. And that has been another thing that has really completely changed not just like my prayer life but my whole life taking the focus off of yourself and off of and putting it onto the lord you can't be focused on yourself and showing your light to others at the same time 
So by taking the focus off of yourself and putting it on the Lord, we're also showing God's love to other people because they'll be like, oh, she's different. Like maybe you won't be as anxious because you're making your requests known to the Lord. The last prayer I'm going to be talking about in this podcast is a prayer for Thanksgiving. And that comes from Psalm 95. Um, This is just such a beautiful passage that David wrote. And it says, O come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. In his hands are the depths of the earth and the heights of the mountains are his also. The sea is his for he made it and his hands formed the dry land. The The last few verses are just like thinking about that is so crazy that the depths of the earth and the highest mountains are his. The sea is his and his hands formed the land that we're walking on. He made my house like he made this world like maybe not like people building but he gave us the resources and made it all possible um but what we're really going to focus on is verses two and three where it says come let us let us come into his presence with thanksgiving so that is another thing in my prayer that i've been trying to again shift the focus off of me and turn it on to the lord um like thanking god and starting your prayers with thanking God just will really change how you think about your prayers. And Caitlin said on a different podcast, um, she said, sometimes she'll do prayers just thanking God. And once you start thanking God, you can just think of so many things because there's so many things to be thankful for. Um, It says, he is a great God and a king, a great king above all other gods. So we need to be praising him and making a joyful noise to him. To kind of wrap it all up, prayer is the most important thing in our relationship with God. Think about any relationship with um, your friends, with your family, anyone. You cannot have a relationship without communication. And prayer is our way of communicating to the Lord the desires of our heart and the way that he will speak to us in return. Um, no, my child, this is not what I want for you. And it might not always be a specific word for word, but once we start praying more and more, you can know the Lord's voice and what he is saying to you. And that's more obvious to you the more you start praying and the more time you start spending with him. And I think so many people take prayer for granted and it's just like something that, like, you know, I just pray before I eat and before I go to bed, but pray without ceasing. Pray continuously. Make your requests known to the Lord. And I think that it is also so, so, so important to never stop praying, like it says in 1 Thessalonians 5.17, to be thankful, but also to depend on one another, as James 5 says. Prayer heals people. It changes people. And it is so important for us to have prayer in our lives and especially to share that sense of community with those Christians around us. So it only seems fitting that I end this um, episode off with a prayer. So I'm just going to do that right now. Dear Lord, I come to you today and I'm just so thankful for all you've done for me, um, for giving me this outlet to just share your glory and um, what I've been learning about you 
and just opening my heart to your word and to just all the beautiful things that you've given me and that you have said. Um, I pray that you help us all to just encourage one another this week and really focus on prayer in our lives and making it a lifestyle and our heart posture and not just having it this be this religious thing and more focus on our relationship with you. Um, thank you for each and every person listening and I pray that you will um, keep us all safe and just allow us to um, share your word and um, think of all the things that we can thank you for and also pray for. And you know I pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Abide Podcast, and I can't wait to see you back next week.